Welcome to U.S. History Mastery Cast 12. Our topic is the late 1800s, urbanization and the Gilded Age. The late 1800s and turn of the century brought with it a growth in urbanization. The new immigrants came to the United States. They came looking for a better life, looking for the American dream. These immigrants came to the United States primarily through Ellis Island and Angel Island. They came from Italy, Austria-Hungary, Russia, China, Japan, Mexico, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Cuba, and other West Indies islands. These cultures were very different from the old immigrant groups. With them they brought differences in language, religion, race, and customs which led to discrimination. We saw an increase in nativism during this period. As a result, poverty grew as the cities grew. Many immigrants lived in slums. Reformers stepped up to help the poor and the immigrants, specifically leaders like Jane Addams. The settlement houses and hull houses, U.S. immigration policy did change, however, and we saw restrictions on these new immigrants. Specifically, the Chinese Exclusion Act was passed in 1882. Chinese immigration was stopped except for students, teachers, merchants, tourists, and the government workers. Our policy also changed with Japan. In 1907-1908, Japan agreed to what is known as the Gentlemen's Agreement. They agreed to limit emigration numbers from Japan. As cities grew, new problems emerged. We saw increased poverty, a lack of housing, and very poor living conditions poor sanitary conditions, fire hazards, and crime, as well as a lack of safe transportation. Many new programs were put in place to deal with these. For example, the poor sanitary conditions were helped by the beginnings of sanitary departments and sewers in cities. The fires were dealt with by establishing permanent professional fire departments, as well as police departments, to deal with crime. Transportation methods changed and we saw beginnings of trolley cars and other subway transportation. City plans also changed. Frederick Law Olmsted was very important in starting the movement to plan city parks and green spaces within the urban areas. Central Park and the Buffalo-Delaware Park System are examples. The late 1800s and early 1900s brought with it new technology as well. We saw technology impacting city life with the growth of skyscrapers, electric transit systems, and as we said before, urban planning, which included bridges and parks. We also see technology impacting life. We see printing books and newspapers, airplanes, the use of photography by the average citizen, as well as new ways to sell goods. Urban areas bring with it urban shopping. The advent of department stores such as Marshall Fields, chain stores such as Woolworths. We also see an increase in advertising during this period, oftentimes targeting women, and the use of catalogs for those not living in cities. Examples of catalogs included the Montgomery Ward catalog as well as Sears. During this period culture changes as well. American leisure changes. Americans start venturing to amusement parks, bicycling and tennis, spectator sports, 
like baseball and boxing. Books and newspapers are the main source of information for the average American. Education also expands during the late 1800s and turn of the century. We see a growth of public education, mandatory and compulsory school, high school curriculum changes to teach technical skills needed for jobs, as well as subjects needed for higher education, such as science. Immigrants are also educated. However, they're educated for the purpose of assimilation into American society. We also see a growth of higher education. Universities become research centers. We also see the beginnings of some African-American colleges, the Tuskegee University and Institute. After the Reconstruction era, however, discrimination does exist for African-Americans and other minority groups. Jim Crow laws are passed. These were laws passed by states legalizing segregated areas in public facilities. Also, we see a number of different types of voting restrictions, including the poll tax and the literacy test. These things were intended to restrict registration numbers of African Americans. Plessy versus Ferguson is the important Supreme Court decision which established the separate but equal doctrine. The court ruled that separate facilities could be maintained in public accommodations. As a result, segregation would be legal until the Brown versus Board of Education case in 1954. African Americans were not the only groups discriminated against, however, during this period. Mexican workers, as well as the Chinese, were also discriminated against. The KKK was alive and well. Violence existed against minorities. There were various views on how African Americans should advance themselves in society. Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Du Bois had very different opinions on how equality should be obtained. Booker T. Washington, for example, believed that racism would end when African Americans gained skills and proved value to society. W.E.B. Du Bois, however, believed that African Americans should have immediate inclusion in American society. He and others began what was known as the Niagara Movement. The late 1800s and early 1900s also brought with it what we call the Gilded Age. Politics changed during this period. As urban areas grew, we saw the political machine emerging. City and local governments offered services to businesses in return for financial or political support. The result of this was the political boss, who had a great deal of influence. The political boss controlled business licenses and jobs. Many immigrants worked themselves into government positions by being loyal to these bosses. The political machine did result in some corruption and scandals. Election fraud and kickbacks became common, and we saw scandals such as the Tweed Ring Scandal, where Boss Tweed and others in Tammany Hall in New York City were committing fraud. The corruption and political patronage eventually spurred reform. Reformers began pushing for jobs to be based on qualifications. The Pendleton Civil Service Act was finally passed in 1883, which began the use of merit-based tests and other qualification measures. This concludes our U.S. History Mastery Cast 12, the late 1800s, urbanization and the Gilded Age. Remember, 
rewind and replay this podcast for further review. Visit www.masterymaze.com for more podcasts on U.S. history and also other review materials for your other school subjects. Thanks for being part of our learning community.